Hey everyone, welcome to JoJo's World. Hey, what up? Hey, I'm Liam S. Smith, one of your co-hosts. And I'm Nick Ballantyne, the other one of the co-hosts. This is our JoJo's Bizarre Adventure recap and discussion podcast where we talk about an anime. Uh-huh. Perhaps you might call it. Ooh. Or perhaps you would say, what's that Japanese cartoon over there you're watching, Liam? And I'd say, why this is a little anime called JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Liam, why is your voice so husky today? Why is it so... Oh, um, last night was my boss's last day at work. We went out for drinks. There was a show element. Uh, uh, there was a lot of screaming and whooping. Was there a whole lot of, oh yes, you drink that shit? No. Oh. Was there a whole lot of, oh yes, I'm well pleased with how this night is progressing? Yeah, that's how I talk. <laughs> Dead scientific. Why dead scientific? Dead scientific. scientific. Uh, so I'm a little husky today uh, mm. and a bit hungo, but. Uh, and warm in here. Yep. But we'll make it work. You know what? Nothing can stop us. No, Not we'll... even the hottest November day recorded in Perth on record. Is that today? Yes. Jesus Christ. Uh, Nick, what's going on with you? Um, well, I finished up my internship. Ooh. Don't know if I'll be employed yet. Cool. Um, and. I made a Magic the Gathering spreadsheet because <laughs> I got really bored. Cool. Okay, uh, today we watched the 29th episode of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Part 5, Golden Wind. Ooh, we've never heard of that part before. <laughs> Which is also the 142nd episode of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. That is an even number. That's correct. It's divisible by four, probably. I want to say, maybe, unless I'm completely wrong. Mm, these are the I'm, questions. I'm, these are the things that keep you up at night. I'm giving you the, the in-the-nose gesture right now. This episode covers chapters 551 through 554 of the manga. Getting up there in numbers. Yeah, no, I'm just Those wondering... Those are big numbers. It's a lot of chapters of manga to make with your own blood and sweat. <laughs> when did he start doing JoJo's? Mm, late 70s. And when did this come out? This episode or this chapter? No, this chapter. Well, 554 came out June 15th, 1998. So this is a good 20 years. Give or take. Holy fuck. The man doesn't know when to, like, take a break. <laughs> I'm sure he took plenty of breaks. <laughs> he just woke up one day and went, nah, not today. Shonen no. Jump, you can do something else, right? I'm going to go into town and do a research trip and lick a spider. But why, Araki? But why? I don't understand. How can a man be so beautiful, so perfect, and yet so Araki? Nick, this episode is, of course, entitled Destination Rome, the Colosseum. And some things happened. So many things. So many weird things. But before we talk about those things, Nick. Yeah? We have some news. News? Terry Bogart is out in Smash now. He is. He's cool. He's the, um, everyone's favourite Dak Rambo. <laughs> He has a cool hat. Yep. He has a sleeveless vest. He's got style. He's got grace. Um, do you, do you know fist in your face? Do you know much about Terry's law? No, not really. I know that he's from King of Fighters. Yep. And I know that he was in things like Fatal Fury and um, Garou. And I know that he he has he was in Capcom vs SNK, and I got really annoyed with him because he kept launching across the stage. And I would always just go, "Hey Terry, fuck off <laughs> with that bullshit." So my understanding of it is that Terry's whole thing 
is that his adoptive father was killed by crime lord Geese Howard. <gasps> Geese. Oh, fuck oh. that guy. So Terry and his half-brother or adoptive brother or whatever mm-hmm. each vowed to defeat Geese. Yep. Now, the brother mm-hmm. went to Japan and learnt their martial arts. With, who's Terry's brother? I don't know. Is he? The- I literally don't know. Oh, okay. All right. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, and Terry, on the other hand, just sort of like started hitchhiking across America and getting into street fights to <laughs> learn how to fight. So let me get this right. One of them had a plan. Yep. And the other one kind of, in a very strange sense of the word, had a plan. Mm. Wasn't very good plan. I understand but... in one of the later games, the Terry plot is basically two of the other characters basically have an intervention for, about his drifter lifestyle. <laughs> he just wakes up one day and his friends are all around him going, Terry, you can't punch the barkeeper. Okay. Um, so the reason that I wanted to segue into Terry talk, hashtag Terry talk. Here we go, hashtag Terry talk. Uh, it's because uh, in the Something Awful thread for Super Smash Bros, mm-hmm. they were talking about... Uh, King of Fighters and Fatal Fury lore, mm-hmm. given Terry's involvement. And uh, I just, I got a, a smackerel of info that, that struck me as very JoJo's world, so I simply had to share it. Liam, how often do you go on the Something Awful forums? Every day. My man. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so here we go. I didn't get the name of this poster, sorry, my screenshot. So I apologise for that. Worthless. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. My favourite part of King of Fighters lore is the Orochi arc, because the premise is that each of the eight heads of Orochi has been sealed away inside a human soul. And the villains, Chris, Shermi, and Yashiro, have three of those pieces inside of them. And Iori, one of the prota- protagonists, mm-hmm. has another piece. I'm sorry, protagonist? Iori is not a protagonist. He's an antagonist, isn't he? I don't know. I literally don't know. He's got a, He's the guy with the swoosh and the purple. Okay. You know that guy. Maybe in this arc he's he's a good guy redeeming himself. I don't know. Maybe. I literally don't know. <laughs> no <laughs> I don't one does. I don't know about King of Fighters. <laughs> okay. So he's got another piece of the Orochi. Okay. But their prime the villain's primary motivation isn't to like complete the resurrection of Orochi by bringing all the pieces together. Their primary motivation is they think Ayori's jazz fusion band sucks and they want to beat him up. <laughs> <laughs> the Orochi resurrection thing just kind of happens incidentally. <laughs> Okay. It also rules because it means that Iori, the edgy rival who talks about murdering people, is in a jazz fusion band. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's fucking beautiful. That's, that's very JoJo's world, right? You know what my favourite part of that is? So Iori, if he's the guy I'm thinking of, he's very edgy. <laughs> Literally, his like idol stance is him facing away from the screen. Oh, so cool. As he's just like, oh, I can't look at you. With like one hand in a pocket being all like playing with a fire, like purple <laughs> flame, with a red swooshy fringe. Awesome. He's in a jazz fusion he's band. He's in a jazz fusion band and the bad guys don't like it. <laughs> Man, thought you thought you could be in a jazz fusion band? Hey, Liam. Hey. You know who I would like to believe is not in a jazz fusion band? Our patron for this week. Who's our patron for this week? And what are you going to do if they let us know they are, in fact, in a jazz fusion band? Well, I will renounce them, and their name is Alexander Breslin. Alexander Breslin, one of the great jazz fusion artists of our time. Oh, no, is he actually? Uh, Known as as Honky Tonk Fusion Al. Oh, no. Alexander Honky Tonk (laughs) Fusion Al Breslin. Yep. Oh, god damn it. But that's only his stage name. Keep tickling those ivories, (laughs) Alexander Breslin. Oh, man. If you could not, though, that'd also be great. (laughs) Is Weather Report jazz fusion? No comment. Is is it just jazz? Um, Of course, 
jazz fusion is what we hope to achieve to overcome global warming. I thought you were going to say sell. Oh, yeah, to increase our power level. Yeah. The only way to beat Boo is by achieving perfect jazz fusion. Jazz. Boo's just there like, oh, no, the harmonies. And the opposite of jazz fusion is, of course, what Megatron did to jazz in the Michael oh, Bay Transformers too movie. Far too soon. Destination Rome, the Colosseum. We're not even there yet. We're not even at the Colosseum yet. Did you know, Liam? <laughs> yeah. Um, there is a TV Video show game called Death Stranding <laughs> that's out now. Have you played it yet? I've played like half an hour. Were we even remotely close on our predictions in the Patreon episode? I haven't played enough to know. Is there a guy named Sam Porter Bridges? There is. Does he walk? He is the man who delivers. He, he is, is described as by Fragile, the woman that he meets. She's not he, the, Is she the president? No, she is another she's the president delivery of woman. Jack shit. Oh. From, from the very enigmatic conversation I had with her at the start of the game, I have gleaned that she runs Fragile Delivery Services. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That... Seems about right, yeah. Uh, I think I looked away for what could have been the critical moment, um, or I blinked or something, but I'm pretty sure the game opens with you hitting her hitting her with your motorcycle, but she's fine. Okay, sure. But why? <laughs> to <laughs> escape the time fall. Oh. And then what? you hide in a cave as a ghost prowls around. I, th- I think she can see them, but you can't. You've both got dooms, and I don't know what that is, but it's in all caps. Dooms. Her dooms is of a higher level than yours, and when you start the game, you enter your date of birth, and it says, date of birth can affect how strong your dooms is. These star signs are most uh, most in tune with it. What? Anyway, so my birthday's next week, so I'm keen to play on that day <laughs> and see if anything changes. Just be like, ooh, look at all these dooms. Yeah. Doom Stranding. <laughs> Is that the real game? Oh. Uh, it's a whole new genre. What were you going to say? I was going to say there's an Australian TV show called Destination Perth, but you've blown me out of the water <laughs> now. God damn it. Destination Perth, where you're stranded. stranded. <laughs> Literally every single episode was them desperately trying to come up with things that are interesting to do in Perth. Perth is pretty okay. Okay, so one of the episodes was literally, you know, you can come down to this lovely river and catch some fish. And the woman clearly does not want to be there. (laughs) She's covered in mosquitoes, desperately being like, can we just get through this segment, please? And the guy on the boat's like, lady, you've got an hour, all right? Feel it. (laughs) There was one where a guy literally is just cooking. That was it. That's TV. And I was like, okay, but I could cook at home. Oh, wait, I live in Perth. Never mind, mm. never mind. Destination Fine. Perth, the Coliseum. Destination Perth, the, the Bell, Bell Tower. Tower. <laughs> <laughs> that might be the greatest reference we've ever made. People have noticed we've started to sync up. <laughs> I mean, look, I'm not saying we're becoming the same person, <laughs> but our humour has become completely different. It's like we finish each other's sandwiches. Yep, we did it. We made the joke. Thank you. It's a perfectly cromulent joke. <laughs> Okay, destination Perth slash Rome, the Colosseum slash the Bell Tower we gotta slash get through this Clock Tower 3. A very weird game. <laughs> Is that the one with the dog? No, that's um, Haunting Ground, but they're basically the same. Uh, gotcha, gotcha. Yep, yep. But just the cutscene direction in Clock Tower 3 is bonkers. Also, you get a magical bow and arrow that you shoot murderers with. A magical bow and arrow. That sounds very mm, familiar yeah. to a certain anime. 
Hello and welcome to JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. I'm Joseph Joster. Hi, big fan, big fan. Get away from me, nerds. We open. We smash cut. Because it's, it's 40 degrees today. We no, need to do something. Narantia and Mr. are desperately running away from Sardinia. Run, run, run. From Costa Smeralda. Uh, and we see in the turtle, which Narantia or Mr. is gripping. Mm-hmm. Desperately. <laughs> yep. Uh, all the other guys are browsing the internet. <laughs> no, you're doing it wrong. They've, Just use quotation marks. They've got their... um. Crime computer that the boss gave them up. <laughs> the crime computer. Yep. Ooh. It's a computer for doing crimes. Oh, yeah, that actually makes sense now. <laughs> yeah, fair. Okay. And they've hacked into both the local police records and the Interpol records. Ah, of course, of course. So they're trying to find their this guy's face. Yeah, the face that Abakio left them in his dying moments. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. fingerprints. Ooh. Uh, Trish is like cradling that stone face in her arms. <laughs> Like, it's my dad. Look. <laughs> Don't you see the resemblance? Abakio made this for me. It's a bit weird because she does, like, get angry at one point and then she squishes it. Yes, I saw that too. Which is really weird, but a nice touch. Mm-hmm. Oh, of course, because she can squish things. Spice Girls. Spice Girl. Yeah. She can fold that up and put it in her pocket because it's so soft. Like her father. Hmm. Hmm. He's mm. a soft man on the inside, right? We're all soft on the inside. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we're all flesh and blood. I went to see Hamlet the other day. Oh, yeah? Um, at the Pop-Up Globe. Yes. So many New Zealanders in that show. Huh. Long show? Um, yeah, like three hours. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and you know how... So the idea is that it's literally the Globe. Yes. Reconstructed. Like, yeah. It's the Globe the Theatre. Yeah. They say you're not a true actor if you haven't performed on the Globe. Have you ever performed on the Globe? I'm not a true actor. <laughs> ah, fair enough. <laughs> the problem was that it's got that roof there and then an open bit. Where all the peasants yep. stand, mm-hmm. right? The problem is that in Australia, sun's really fucking bright. So when it comes time to do the afternoon show, and you're sitting on the east side or some shit, sure. Uh, and the sun's just setting down, just lovely, lovely setting sun right into your eyes. Do you mean west? Sure, west. One of the two. It's one of those orthogonal directions. That's all like I'm on a compass. Sure. Um, yeah, it just gets right in your face. Did Hamlet win? Did he avenge his dad? Um, in a technical sense? Spoilers for Hamlet. (laughs) In a technical sense, yes. Mm -hmm. In a more technical sense, unclear. Were Timon and Pumbaa there? No, but we did have... Who were the two uh, comic relief in Hamlet? That are Hamlet's buddies. Rosencrantz and Guildenstern, I assume you're referring to. Yes, and they're all like, Hello, lovely, hello, lovely, how are you going? So it got really weird when the same actors played the two most serious roles ah, in Hamlet. Hamlet and Claudius and <laughs> Rosenkrantz and Guildenstern. Oh, man. Also, I didn't realise. You know you know when we're in school and we have to learn, like, Shakespearean stuff and you're like, this is shit. Okay. I don't like this. Sure. So I didn't realise just how crass Shakespeare was. Because mm. when you get older, you're like, oh, I get oh, it now. Oh, it's rude. Oh, country matters. He's not referring to urban or rural environments. It's a sex joke. Oh. Yeah. Because you've got to emphasise country. 
So they're looking through the police records. Yeah. There's got to be something here. There has to be some clue. Otherwise, why would he have been so desperate to kill Trish? I, Giorno Giovanna, have mad hacking skills. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm in the main, the main frame. I'm in. The main frame. <laughs> the main frame. Yep, the meme frame. <laughs> maybe uh, maybe he faked his jet death. Check, check the dead records, Giorno. Yeah, okay, so dead records come up with... Nada, there's nothing oh, here. Oh no, oh no. Bruno, what do we do? And Trish is like, I can feel him. He killed a Barkio. No, no, that's the stone, that's the <laughs> stone uh, thing that you squish in. If we don't find his identity and kill him, we're gonna lose, exclaims Bruno. <laughs> I mean, yes, yep, true. Yep, And then, beep, 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 they get a phone call from the computer. Hi. It's Skype. Boop, 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 boop. Um, yeah, hello, hello, this is Crime Computer. How are you? Hello, I am a computer. You have already defeated the boss. No, no. that's no. No, try again, Liam. You have already tracked the boss down. Now defeat him. And then the computer screen swirls and all the different um, pop-up windows like fall into, one yeah, into this central graphic and we cut to the opening. So I literally said to you, are we going to the Digiverse? Mm-hmm. And your response was, <laughs> yep. And I thought... Oh shit, it could actually <laughs> just gonna be... They're going to enter the Matrix. A digital stand battle. <laughs> Thankfully yeah, that no. would be cool. I don't know if that's ever happened. Well, we've had the um uh, the video game. Oh, derby. true, true. That's close as we'd get, probably. That's, that's close, but it's no stand no, battle. No, we're never going to get sucked into a... Um... A literal digital universe. No. Unless... Unless... Part 10. Fully Stands Matrix. are smartphones <laughs> now. <laughs> could that happen? Could you imagine how much easier the Matrix would be if you had a mobile phone? They do have mobile phones. I thought they had to get the payphones, though. No, that's to get out of the Matrix. Yeah, yeah but they all have mobile phones. Oh, but what's the point? Um, it's to still communicate, but they're not hardwired into oh, okay. the input-output. Well, what if Wi-Fi was a thing, then? Oh, that'd be fucking weird, man. <laughs> that'd be weird. It's like, quick, you need to get out by using WhatsApp. I don't have WhatsApp on this phone. So I, I had some pushback um, on the socials last week regarding my assertion that <laughs> going to Costas Morelda and finding the boss's fakes doesn't really matter in the big scheme of things. I imagine you would. Now, correspondees did did insist that if had they not done this, of course, this mysterious hacker man never would have mysteriously hacked them. Mm, I was going to bring this up later, but yeah. that's fine. Um, though I would still argue, of course, that... He doesn't know where they are. He doesn't know what they're doing. He's in Rome. Yeah, but they're looking up the faces. Like Yeah, true, true. But... And they have his face. I suppose they wouldn't need that face to check those faces, I suppose. If I could slap you right now, I would, Liam. Your ignorance confounds your judgment. But ultimately, I still think it's a bit convenient that... Of guy this just guy just shows to... up and he's like, Oh, you guys are looking for Diavolo? And they're all like... Diablo? That, that's kind of like Diablo. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we're looking for him and Bruno's all like, no, we're not looking for him. Hang up, Giorno. Hang up the phone. And no one's like, Diablo, is that the boss's name? We all just put that together through context clues. Mm. They get there. Have we heard Diablo they, yet? They get there and the guy is like, oh, you guys are after the boss of Passione? No, my nemesis is Diablo. <laughs> He vexes me. Who's Diavolo? You see that guy at the Froyo stall? Mm. Diavolo. Diavolo. <laughs> just, just Doppio working at the like mm. Froyo stall. Gets a look from this random computer man person. <laughs> I was trying to think what kind of... This avatar man. Ooh. Who the walks, last airbender. Yeah. Uh, and he's all like, Diavolo. And Doppio's all like... Eh. 
and just like. Wait, why is Doppio involved? Because Doppio's Diablo. Oh. He's, he's the other guy. Oh, the other guy. Bring, 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 Liam. Jono, hang up. Jono doesn't hang up. <laughs> Don't hang up, please. No. I want to help understand. you. The, the stand power. It's to erase time. Whoa. And Jono's like, oh, I can't possibly hang up now. And Trish is all like, we can't hang up now. Though I'm sure you already know that. Otherwise, why would you be trying to figure out his identity? Oh. Shh. Trish is like, uh, I trust this guy who I've just met over the internet in a chat room. He's on our side. How and- old is Trish? 15? Yeah. Oh, classic 15 year old. Jono's like, shush Trish. <laughs> I just, I love the dismissive tone of this. Yeah. It's just like, wait, he couldn't possibly be a bad guy because otherwise he would have been killed by the boss already. No underling would have survived. Shut up, Trish. Men are talking. <laughs> what if it's the real guy? <laughs> <laughs> it's just for no reason yeah, as well. Yeah. Oh. He's basically like, don't give him any more info about us than yes. we can get away with. Yes. Uh, basically, Computer Man exposits uh, that like his identity is not important and his body has is in such a state that he is incapable of fighting. Uh. Uh, but King Crimson, it's invincible. You can't stop it. You'll never assassinate the boss. It's just too good. He's just t- too, cool a, too cool a villain. You'll never defeat him. Well, give up. That's it. <laughs> but if you come to me in Rome at the Colosseum... I can give you special wisdom. <gasps> special wisdom. Special wisdom. Special, special wisdom. wisdom. Special. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he does. He has special wisdom. Tell me more. Tell me more. Tell me more. Does he have an arrow? Tell me more. Tell <sighs> me more. Is a virus at play? <laughs> okay. Okay. That could still work it's in the original. Of, one of those friggin' days. Oh, um, man. A graphic shoots across the screen. Oh, and he's like got this avatar that is like a TIE fighter. It's nothing like it. Like a t- it's an orb with two panels on either side. Yeah, it's a bow tie. Hmm. It's uh, like it's like um like uh Candyman from Lethal League. You know his icon? I don't know what that is. You don't know Candyman from Lethal League? No. It's like a, a smiley face with like big round face and then two things coming out that make it look like a bow tie. Or a really terribly evolved fish. Or a TIE fighter. It's not a TIE a tie fighter. Circle, two lines, straight edge. That's a TIE fighter. Don't give me that look. I see you with your Star Wars knowledge. You're thinking of a TIE bomber at best. No, I'm not. They have curved wings. No, you're right. You are right. Fucking idiot. No, you're right. Maybe you're thinking of a TIE interceptor. No, they've got the sharp wings. They've got the... <laughs> they've they got do. The... They've got the stabby fork wings. Yeah. They've got four lasers. Mm-hmm. Maybe you're thinking of a uh, a tie uh, advanced X one graphic of the arrow flashes across the computer screen. Like this is my secret wisdom. What do you know about the arrow? We all recognize the arrow, except for Trish, who is like, "What the fuck is going on?" <laughs> Trish is just there, like, "So my dad is still a murderer." Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The arrow's hidden wisdom is your. Is your last and only hope. Meanwhile, Mr. Narantia jumped through the sky into a speedboat. We're out of there. Doppio is on the coast. He's on the scene. There are some beautiful young ladies walking by. Gelato in their hands. On smooth cones protected by paper. Bring a ding ding goes the phone. Yep. Pick it up, Doppio. Pick up the hey, phone. Hey, you've got my phone. 
What are you talking about, weird guy that we've never met trying to take my sweet gelato? Oh, how dare he? He just takes the gelato. Yep, they run away screaming because this <laughs> crazy Random guy. Crazy guys are like, hello, boss, how are you? With yep. their ice cream. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The boss is like, I don't understand. I was meant to be a war criminal. And now I'm a war boss. So I watched Face Off for the first time the other night. Oh, is it good? It's pretty good. Okay. Yep, a, a criminal takes someone's face. That's not quite what's happening here, but it reminded me of it. Okay, so question. Yep. I've heard it, I've heard the synopsis multiple times and I always get confused. Nicolas Cage takes John Travolta's face? Well, technically speaking, um, <laughs> okay, so Nicolas Cage is, of course, um, Caster Troy. Uh-huh. Famed, international, famous criminal with, fam- with a famous face. Ah, classic. Um, and... Uh, John Travolta is, I think its name is Sean Archer, FBI, or no, unnamed intelligence organization. Mm, it's probably the CIA. Yeah. Um, and in a flashback at the start, not a flashback, I suppose, because the time just keeps going ahead forward. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> a mustachioed for one scene of the movie, Nicolas Cage shoots John Travolta in the back with a sniper rifle. Missing his heart by mere moments, but not missing the head of his son who he was hugging at the time. Oh, brutal! So, John <laughs> Travolta. The John Travolta has big time vendetta against criminal Nicolas Cage. Right. For killing his son. Yeah. Uh, so, they have a big. They have basically the sort of action sequence you'd see in the climax of an action movie like this at the start of the movie. Mm. With like a big car chase, and shootout, then- uh, and then. And then the rest of it is them finding each other? No, no. Oh. Um, Nicolas Cage is made comatose. Okay. Uh, and his brother, Pollux Troy, is captured. I'm sorry, what? Pollux Troy. Pollux Castor Troy. and Pollux. <laughs> okay, sure. Uh, is captured and they become aware that Pollux has built a bomb and hidden it somewhere in Los Angeles. <gasps> Not a bomb. Uh, so they take, they take the face off the comatose... Uh, Nicolas Cage and put it on John Travolta so he can infiltrate the prison and speak to his brother speak to Nicolas Cage's brother Pollux I'm I'm with you and figure out where the bomb is but isn't but then Nicolas Cage wakes up from his coma without a face and makes the doctor who did the face off Ah. transplant uh, put the remaining face John John Travolta's, Travolta's onto him Right. And then he kills everyone who knew about the secret mission and the procedure. So now they'll never know that each other's faces are on each other. No, they know each other's faces are on each other, but no one else does. Ah. And they try to destroy each other while living each other's lives. And they each learn a little bit about what it means to be a good secret terrorist. (laughs) I see. And they shoot each other on the beach. Oh. And speedboat chase. Oh. And he's like, give me back my face. <laughs> give me back my face. Is it just John Travolta then playing the part? They do pretty good impressions of each other. Okay, cool. I like that. Yeah. Cool. I'm sure they would have worked together to find mutual performances that they could mm. each... Mm. Sick. Fucking sick. Yeah, it's so good. So they both have each other's face. Yes. Jesus Christ. He's not running around with the other guy's face in like a briefcase. Like, give me back my face. Just Never. Face. <laughs> That's why they call me No Face. <laughs> And that's why they call me One Face, <laughs> because I have one face on my face. Not to be confused with the one face I have in this briefcase. Wait a minute, that's my face! Yes, exactly. But Which I'm... is why it would be silly if they called me Two Face, because I'm just holding this one right now. It's not 
Actually, my face. It's your face. The irony. My name is Zero Face. Oh. Yep. That's the Red Skull. He's Zero Face. Oh, yeah, true. <laughs> so anyway. So Jojo's Bizarre Adventure. Doppio's all like ring-a-ding-ding. Hey, Tell boss. me what to do, boss. Hey, boss. How it's you doing? It's one of those episodes, Liam. <laughs> uh, the boss is concerned that with a Bakio dead... They don't seem to be despairing, and they seem to be moving with purpose on that speedboat over there. Mm. It's almost as though they have renewed vigour. Yeah. Even though Abakio's just died, question mark? Yes. Hey, Doppio, go have a look at where they just were, please. Where's the body gone? There's just this field of beautiful flowers here. <laughs> Doppio, go- Doppio goes and checks out that statue. Statue smashed. Problem. Hmm. Mm. That's interesting. They must know something that we don't know, Doppio. Why don't you go follow them? Doppio. Oh, I do like that when the transition, um, when they go to look at the statue, the transition is the very now melty gelato leaking onto the floor at sunset. That's Uh, a very nice shot. Yeah. Doppio easily deduces they're heading to Rome somehow. Well, where else would they be going? That's true. There is nowhere else. (laughs) So, wait, is it the boss or Doppio that deduces it? They're the same person. Oh, now hang on a minute. (laughs) Diavolo. Diavolo, is that his name? Yeah. Diavolo. I don't know where that sentence is going. Okay. Also, Doppio, get Chocolata and Seco on the case. Not those two, but they're scum. (laughs) I feel bad. Even I feel bad about employing such filth, but there's no choice. Meanwhile, tens, tens of thousands of years ago, a meteor landed in Greenland, Cape York. Green, Greenland? Greenland. Wasn't it Iceland? No, it was Greenland. Where's Greenland? Same general area of oh. the world. Oh, okay, cool. Gotcha. There was a meteorite. It a crashed. meteorite. It crashed. Then for a long time, nothing happened. Oh, that's interesting. Okay. Two men on a surveying team contracted a disease from the meteorite. (gasps) Those poor, innocent farmers. And we see them basically die of radiation poisoning. Uh... And the voice is like, uh, when they died, their bodies looked like tomato sauce. That's, uh, look, 3.6 Rodkin. Not great, not terrible. Also, when the doctors were working to save them, one shot an electrical blast from his finger. Charring the fingers of everyone nearby or something like that? Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. There was a virus deep inside them. A virus like no other. It was a cool virus. Oh, wow. (laughs) (laughs) It was the coolest of viruses. I tracked it down. The arrow is made from the same material as the meteorite. What? That's right, baby. Stands are from space, I guess. Oh, my God. The irony that the pillarman had nothing to do with that. (laughs) This whole revelation feels a bit unnecessary to me, to be honest. Yeah, we're already to the point where it's like, yeah, magic abilities did not need... This is like midichlorians. No, midichlorians are good. No, we did not need an origin of the force. That's not what that is, though. It's an explanation of how it works. Yeah, Yeah? it's an explanation of how the human body engages with the force. Through these tiny life forms that live within us. No... No, you didn't need that. It was just mystery. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Centuries ago, a wise man craving power made the arrows. Now we have stands. Does he ever say how many arrows there are? No. Hmm. There are some arrows. 
There are a quantity. They're made of a magical space meteorite with a virus. If your body successfully fights off the virus, you get magical powers. What if it doesn't? You die. Oh. Just like Holly. Oh. Oh. Wait, but she lived. Yep. Because they killed Dio. Ah. That makes sense. (laughs) (laughs) It's all very internally consistent. Is it space magic? Is that what it is? Space magic. Space virus. Oh. oh, Holly! It's a it's a voice. little like how in the later Metal Gears they sounded like really walking back all the magic. Yeah, like Vamp. Vamp uh, who has nanomachines inside of his body. There are there are tapes in five that are that allude to most of the uh, the Cobra unit being parasite powered. Mm. Which one was, was Cobra Unit in three? three? Yeah. yeah, but of course, one of them is still just a ghost. Yeah, a ghost with friends, parasites. Come on, Liam. No amount of parasites can get past the fact that he is a ghost. A ghost. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's not a ghost. He's the personification of guilt of Christmas. Oh, there you go. See, that's what they don't teach you in school. <laughs> so this guy made these arrows. Virus stands. Superpowers. Pretty much. How is this relevant to finding the boss? Because the arrow has hidden wisdom. Hidden wisdom. Hidden wisdom. Hidden wisdom. Hidden wisdom. Rhubarb, rhubarb, rhubarb. Monkey dishwasher. Um, and the guy is like, but I shall not tell you over Skype. Come to Rome and meet me. For the stand arrow has a secret beyond creating stands that not even Diavolo knows. DM me in real life, cowards. <laughs> yeah. Come to the Colosseum in Rome if you want to beat down. <laughs> <laughs> and Giorno naturally will be all like, oh, fuck yeah, I want to beat down. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. I have a golden dream. It's gone a bit haywire now, yeah. but I had a golden Haven't dream. Haven't really been talking about that as much lately. <laughs> Look, as long as I kill the boss, I think everything works out. I'm pretty sure that was my goal all along. I think this was the intention. But there was something about kids. Drugs. Probably wasn't important. The important thing is that I become the boss. I think as long as I win, everything's fine. Yeah. Secret way of using the arrow that, quote, will take you to another dimension. Okay, two theories. Is one of them digital dimension? No. One of them is a literal other dimension. Not unlike a digital dimension. But also not real. Where they just go in there, it's like, so this The is... other dimension of stand space virus. Exactly. exactly. So like the void of Vanilla Ice or Zipper Man. Oh. Yeah. Uh, alternatively, this guy's talking in weird ass metaphors. Mm. And it's just him saying, another dimension of flavor. Yeah, basically. And he's just, it's just a classic Italian chef. Just like strokes food. Food gets virus. They eat the food. It actually tastes amazing. Sure, yeah. And that's it. That's Tonio, baby. <laughs> what if this guy is Tonio? Oh my god. A hardened, grizzled Tonio. He travelled the world and... He returned a broken man. Yep. Diavolo did it. And that's why we call the worst flavour of pizza... Diavolo. Oh, it all makes sense now. Um, And he's like, I'll, I'll only tell one of you this super special secret. Because it's so special and so awesome. Can I guess who it's going to be? Jorno. Mm-hmm. Oh. Ah, there you go. There it is. That's what all that smoke's gonna be. Bruno's like, oh yeah, no guarantee this is all true, but whatever. I've got nothing else going on. I mean, Abakio's dead. Yep. 
Anyway, come meet me in the Coliseum. I'm, you know, don't worry about the time. I'm here all day. <laughs> Nighttime. Coastal fishing village. Speedboat pulls up. Speedwagon. Speedboat. Oh. <laughs> Speedboat speed pulls up. Speedwagon's great, great, great grandson. Speedboat. Speedboat. Speedwagon. We know Speedwagon never married. Doesn't mean he couldn't have slayed. That's true. <laughs> Speedwagon can get it. It's nighttime. They pull up. There are two drunks on the stairs. <laughs> I love it. We haven't even described the outcrop before them. It is literally just flat. It's sort of like a harbour jetty. Like a dock. Like a dock. Like a wharf. Yes, it's a wharf. It's a wharf. Uh, <laughs> there's two drunks lying on a bench far away. Yeah, they're not important. Don't worry about them. They're fucking useless. These Look two guys. to the left. He's there. Stairs. He's clinging to the, the stair pole. And he's like, I'm going to go to the toilet on the toilet here. And the other drunk is like, no, you idiot. That's not the toilet. This is. Turns around and pisses in the post box. Ah, the mailbox. Ah, of the course. classic Italian bathroom. That's going to ruin at least one person's day and probably several people's. Most likely. Many a person are going to walk past there and go, I said. Well, think of the people who get their mail. Oh. No, they're fine. <laughs> So we're at the place. This is the place. Yes. The happening place. They're all watching like, let's wait till those drunks get out of here. (laughs) Yeah. So they're sort of waiting and uh, drunk number one's all like, I'm going to piss in this thing. Drunk number two's like, no, you're not. Let me carry you upstairs. So he does, leaving the guy's arm and leg behind. Wait. Yeah. Well, his whole lower body, really. Ah, yes. Trouble. And he looks down and goes... How Hang am on. I meant to reach my fly like this? I haven't got any legs! Oh no. Um, so there's this weird, like, mold? Yeah. Growing or something? Like, all across the region that has been separated? Very concerning. Uh, not great for anyone involved. <laughs> Meanwhile, on an aeroplane, Doppio is like, I'm flying to Rome now. He's, he's on the out, phone boss. to the boss, like, I figured it out, boss, they're going to Rome. I contacted Chocolata and Seco, and the boss once again is like, man, that Chocolata's a real piece of shit. But why is he a piece of shit? Surely he's not that bad. Oh no, he's scum, and that's coming from me, the boss. Oh, that must be bad. He makes me sick. What a, just an absolute trash boy. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, not a fan. No, not, not a, a fan, fan of Chocolata, is the boss. Yeah. And now um, Doppio wraps up this phone call before long and like, he's been talking on a regular phone this whole time. We, so we think. Yeah. And then he gives the phone back and it's like, sorry, was I on the phone too long? After being like, yes, boss, I'll be sure to kill them. <laughs> Go on, Doppio. Do the business. Sorry, was I on the phone for too long? Gives toy phone back to little girl in plain seat. And she's like, pulls up phone. Hello. Hello. Is anyone there? <laughs> Um, and then we snap back. Snap back to Action. flashback. There's this guy. His name is Chocoletto. Chocolata. Chocolato. Ch- Chikorita. His name's Chikorita. His name's Torchic. Uh, he is a fuck. He is a murder clown. We He's... have seen him. Okay, so we did see him by this point there. He and his, like... Crony. Yeah. <laughs> Literally That's a great, crony. Great choice of word. Yeah. I was going to say gimp companion. <laughs> oh, possibly sex slave. <laughs> uh, 
voyeur. They are um like on the balcony overlooking the whole harbour scene, being like, now be sure to get the video done well, Seco. <laughs> and we see that he his... Oh, there's more that's happened at this point. They we haven't explained that everyone has oh, got yes. this mold. Everyone in the village is dead. Um, yeah. Mr. pulled his gun out, and now when he pulled his gun out, it's on his hand, and he's like, oh, it hurts. And it's like eating always. out of, it's like coming up out of my skin, but eating my skin. Hmm. And Naranch is all like, oh, fuck that, and jumps into the boat. And then is just covered in mold. Yeah, he's in a... Okay, so the, that's that's getting ahead now. That hasn't happened yet. Oh. Um, Either way, Chikorita's all like... Yeah, be sure to get to the video. Be sure to get the uh, the right depth of field set so that I can watch this in HD later. Can we swing a lens on that? Come on, Seko. It's only a 7.31 lens. Put an 8 on there. Do it. I want this in glorious high definition. I want a Blu-ray player to struggle with this. So these two guys. They have a weird backstory. One of them wears a big bodysuit, and we'll get to him later. But yep. um, the other one wears a long flowing coat. He's dressed halfway between like a priest, a doctor, and the Joker. Yes. He's like one of those murder clowns with a medical degree. Yes. Quite literally. So he's got like green paint. Yeah, like, he's got clown on, face paint. It's like war paint and then like not quite war paint because there's a clown face. Yeah. It's weird. He's got dreads, I think. Yeah, and he's got like an open like lower half trench coat jacket thingy with like a cross motif on it. Um, not unlike the very same cross that is the Red Cross. <laughs> <laughs> you could see it going just like. It's it's uh, something. I'm having it's an something. idea. Oh wait, no, I'm not. It's too warm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So he has a flashback. <laughs> yep. No, the narrator tells us Sorry. a little story from the past. We his have name a is Chicolata. Chikorita started as a young boy. He he was a small boy. He wanted to be a big boy. He wanted to be a doctor man. He volunteered with the elderly, but he didn't volunteer with the elderly very well because he gave them mysterious drugs and would just say mean things to them all the time until they are driven to suicide. And then he would just do a big old grin and be all like... And then he would videotape their expressions and he filled up 25 tapes worth of expressions. Weird. Yeah. And fuck. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, He also worked as a doctor after getting real good grades and shit. Yep. uh, Until eventually, to to the outside world, he apparently made a simple mistake and was let go. Mm -hmm. Then hired by Passione, becoming a stand user after the boss learned his true nature. Um, But he never really made a mistake. Because it turns out he's a psycho killer. He's an angel of death. Yep, he... Well, even worse so than that, because when we talk about angel of death in a a traditional setting, we're talking often talking about someone who has, like, a misguided sense of of mercy or, Mm. you know, who is involuntarily euthanizing Mm. sick patients. He sees people suffering and going, oh, This guy is deliberately misdiagnosing healthy people so that he can operate on them. And then not giving them enough anesthesia so they wake up mid-operation. Probably paralysed as well. Yeah. Um, that's fucked. It is fucked. Uh, also, I think that's probably the reason why you rarely have one person alone in a room performing surgeries. Yeah. That might be one of the reasons. Yeah. Yeah. 
So, um, yeah, he's part of Passione now. Yep. He's real scum. He's part of, like, the inner circle. The boss literally says in this episode, he's a real piece of shit. <laughs> and then the flashback is like, oh, and then also Seko is there. Oh, yeah, Seko was one of his old patients. Yeah, and then... No one really knows what's up with him. No, no one really knows his deal, and no one really cares. Nick, let's talk about Seko. No, let's not talk about Seko. Let's talk about Chicolata. <gasps> Chikorita! Chicolata is, of course... Chocolato. Italian for... Is it chocolate? Cappuccino. Is it cappuccino? No. Wait, I got this. Chocolate. Sig- feminine form. Feminine form? Mm. What's the male form of chocolate? Chicolato. Ah, nice. Why would you need a male and That's the way the Italian language works. No, but why do you need a male? I thought that every word was either male or female. So things like car would be female. I don't know. Or am I th- no, I'm thinking French. Never mind. His stand, um, it's the mold thing we've encountered. It's called Green Day. Yep. Or, or, or Green Tea. Yep. Which doesn't make any fucking mm, sense. Give me that tea. Ooh, that delightful green tea. This is what Hirohiko Araki has to say about Green Day. The band or the stand? The stand. If it was just the band, it'd be like, I always wondered what it would be like to be an American idiot, but never had I been able to put it into words until I heard Green Day's latest song, American Idiot. Was Chicolata influenced by the current events of the time? People were talking about quack doctors and people who enjoyed murder back then. Mm. I like the design where it disperses mould from its head. We haven't seen that yet. But... Not yet, but... Yeah, we have, haven't we? It was like... Oh, I didn't notice. I must have been taking notes. Ah, no, he was all like... He liked the design. He likes the design yeah, of the That he designed. <laughs> Imagine if I, Nicholas Ballantyne, was like, I like my talk. It's good talk. That I did. That I did. Nick, who are Green Day? Green Day are an alt-rock, punk, not-scar band from 2003-ish uh, who had a one-hit wonder called... American Idiot. They had other hits. They had several. They wrote that graduation song, which is going to pay dividends for the rest of their lives. Graduation song. You know, another turning point of Fox stuck in. I sing oh, it like every Christ. three weeks on this podcast. Oh, oh, no, I remember that now. Yep. Oh. Boulevard yep. of Broken Dreams. Something about Jesus. Jesus of Suburbia. Yep. That's all I know. That's all uh, I got. They're writing a musical. They're writing a musical? I think they have been for like 10 years. Oh, okay. The American Idiot Musical. I think that's, I think that's it. Jesus fucking Christ. What is our society? Yep. Well, a certain song, a certain song once wisely asked, what is our society? And that song was American Idiot. Oh. Um, So yeah, they're a little bit like on the fringe of punk. They're sort of like light punk. They've got, um... He wears the eyeliner and the black shirt and the red tie. Yeah, he wants to be more 80s than he possibly can Uh, be. Just like me. Ah, this explains the shirt. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I will not explain the shirt. So, um, flashback over. They're in the zone. Mm-hmm. What happens? Uh, I mean, they die. No, they don't. Okay, so basically this guy on the stairs with the drunk. Yep. Drops the dude and jumps off. Yeah, he freaks out. He's like, I gotta get out of here. And then as he falls to the ground. But he... before he hits the ground. The mold. Shoots up his leg. And when his leg hits the ground, he, like, explodes. He splashes away. Skin bursting. Yep. Naranchi is like, oh, I'm going to get out of here. 
So Narantia freaks the fuck out, jumps down into the boat. <gasps> Mold covers his entire body. Oh no! And so everyone's freaking out because Narantia is holding the turtle, which has everyone else in it. And the mold is quickly going into the turtle. Yep. The turtle itself seems fine. Coco Jumbo's a strong yeah. motherfucker. He's resilient. <laughs> he spent years underwater. He's the best of us. <laughs> um, he's a true leader. Mm. So I would refer to him as Mr. President, <laughs> if that is in fact his name, which we will never know. <laughs> I think he is the boss. The mold's getting in the turtle and Bruno's all like, oh, fuck this. G- give the turtle to, to Mr. Narantia, quick, quick. And so, like, his leg, like, dissolves away and he, he goes to throw it, but his fingers fall off, so it's a oh. bad throw. And um, Mr.'s all, Giorno's like, Mr., don't extend out your hand. There needs to be a trigger to attack, a right? Switch. <gasps> a switch. A switch. A Nintendo switch. Um, Giorno has deduced that... The mold activates when a certain criteria is met, mm-hmm. and that criteria we figure out is downward motion. Okay, these are getting more and more abstract the further we go. No, it's a it's a very mundane power. You move downward, and mold eats you. <laughs> Jono talks about certain sorts of um, parasites, parasites and fungus yeah. that um, get into bugs and make them go to certain places so they can propagate. This is actually. This is a plot point of one of the best parts of Metal Gear Solid 5. Mm. Can I share? Yeah. Okay, spoiler alert for Metal Gear Solid 5. Metal Gear Solid 5 is all about parasites. Uh, and your whole base gets infected with parasites. This is the one that means you can't talk, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but that's dealt with and it's all very normal and good for a long time. Okay. Until Huey yeah. messes with the parasites with radiation, making them go nuts. Oh... Um, Huey, the Huey fucking... fucks everything up. The parasites are just making people die all over the place. Right. And they are also making the guys you've got in the dark quarantine room want to go outside into the sunlight. Ah. Uh, and they're also making them give off big stinky pheromones that will attract birds that will eat them mm. and carry the parasites to the mainland. Not great. And then infect the world and everyone will die. Huey. Huey. Fucking hell. So you have to walk through your base and kill everyone who's infected. Right. And they, they pull from the soldiers you've recruited over the yeah. course of the game to that point. Yeah, that'd be rough. That'd be very rough. But cool. It's pretty cool, but it's awful. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking Huey. And that's kind of what's happening here. Yeah. With the, the mold. The mold is spreading whenever they go down. Uh, but if they go up, nothing happens. Yeah. No good, no bad. Oh, it's yeah. neutral. Yeah. Um, so they're all like, like Switzerland. So Naranchi's all like, all right, I'll throw the turtle up so Mr. can catch it. Yep. And Mr.'s all like, okay, I know what needs to happen. Just don't move well, down. He fucks up the throw. So then. Well, no, he doesn't fuck up the throw. His hand fucks up being a hand. Yeah, that's true, true. Fair point. Uh, is all like, oh no, my fingers. And Coco Jumbo goes slightly uh, down. And. Mr's like, no, this is perfect. Time for me to do a Mr. thing. Points his gun. This is, no, this is so cool. This is, the music kicks in, you know, the good music. Dun, 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 yeah. dun, dun, dun. That's perfect, Narantia, just perfect. Pow, 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 pow. Sex pistols come out real quick. Redirect the bullets, shoot the boat engine. Boat engine explodes. The explosion harmlessly tosses everyone up onto the wharf. Classic. Classic explosions. Classic mister. Yeehaw! Say the Sex Pistols. <laughs> and boy, have they earned it. Yep, Narantia is fucked up. Everyone else is mostly fine. 
Um, I think Giorno and Bruno come out of Coco Jumbo now. Yeah. And um, they're all like, okay, don't fucking move. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Shit be bad. Meanwhile, Chocolata is like, oh, they all made it to shore. I didn't expect that. This is going to be... Why so serious? And he looks into the camera and he's like, I'm the Joker, basically. (laughs) (laughs) I bet you didn't see that one coming, folks. Joker's trick. Oh, he got them. That's right. And that's the end of the episode. (laughs) Literally, that's it. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, so. Weird app. Yep. One of those transitional ones. I think we're going to be in big stand battle territory next time. Yeah, it's going to get real weird because we haven't even seen Seko stand. No. He's just there with a fucking camera. In his weird costume. What if he doesn't even have a stand? He's just some guy. He's just a guy. He's just a videographer. Exactly. <laughs> and he's wearing his weird gimp voyeur fucking space suit. Yep. With weird tubes in it. And he's just there with a camera. Yeah, he's just, that's it. Yeah, I, I just video. Yep. I'm just, I'm not, I'm just paid to be here. <laughs> It's like, why do you hang around that guy? Oh, gig's a gig. <laughs> I mean, I went to college with these skills and now I'm putting them to good use, I think. Mm. What else am I going to do? Math? I, don't think I mean, so. with the economy? Come on now. No, I'm seco. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> um, so, Nick, what are our highlights and lowlights this episode? My highlight would probably have to be... I want to say... It's going to sound really weird. But my highlight has to be learning who chocolate is just because it's like the boss is like oh i don't even want to be associated with that filth and then I'm, i was like okay sure. oh um we skipped over it but doppio's like submission is to a ensure that um chicolata and seko kill the boys but also to ensure they don't learn the secret because they they're too dangerous to be kept alive yes yeah just learning mm. who chocolate boy is mm-hmm. just because like when you hear someone go oh they're such scum you're like Okay, sure. But how bad could he be? Exactly. And then you go to Moss Eisley and you're like, my God. These are some scummish villains. That That is a hive of scum and villainy. Um, so when you like learn who he is and what he does and you're like, fuck me, yeah, dude. This guy's going to deserve whatever he gets. Exactly. And it's like, oh, yes. My highlight is Mr.'s trick. I never would have seen that coming. <laughs> is it just because it's so ridiculous? It's so ridiculous and so stylishly done. Mm. And he's like, no. He, he does it with pure confidence. It's a very bad idea, but he knows exactly what he's doing and it works. And he's just like, this is perfect. Yeah. Oh, man. Low lights? Um, my low light, uh, it's the the pissing bit. Now, what's wrong with the oh, pissing bit? Stupid. But the guy had to go. And the mailbox was right there. He was so drunk, he thought it was the toilet. Come on. We've all been there. God, have I been there. I haven't. What's your low light, Nick? Um, my low light is probably... I want to say my low light is the entire conversation with the Rome guy. Because it's just like, he appears out of nowhere, and he's like, come to Rome. By the way, stands are from space. Come to Rome. Can't, sorry, um, I'm busy. My parents aren't home. (laughs) (laughs) Speedboat. Um, it's just like, he just does a whole lot of talk. And in that conversation, we have Trish just for no no reason, just be like, shut up, Trish. The men are talking. Um, We have him being like, oh, yeah, Stan's a space aliens. Yep. And him being like, oh, but I can't tell you what's going on. What if he's just like some conspiracy nut about Stan's and... So we walk in... And they're not aliens. We walk into his house deep within the canals of the catacombs. Sure. And he's just like, hey, well, well, boys, you found my hideout. 
Now you must die. Now you're... Aren't you good stand, fellas? Well, here's some fucking arrows. So, Nick. Yes. Um, Our boys. Yep. And Trish. Our boys. Are en route to Rome. Yep. As is Doppio. 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 And therefore, the boss. <gasps> the boss. Diavolo. Diavolo. Hidden wisdom. Um, <laughs> yep. Uh, there's a mysterious man with hidden wisdom awaiting them. Uh-huh. And an arrow. Chicolata and Sekai are in the way. What <laughs> they are. I mean, technically, yes. They're in everyone's way. Not even the boss likes them. It's true. What will happen next time on JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Part 5, Vento Oreo, in Green Day and Oasis? Fuck, of course it's Oasis. Okay. So Oasis is clearly Seko's stand. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Yeah. What does it do? I want to say, I want to say, it nullifies all stand powers within a certain range. Oh, yep, sure. Maybe. That makes sense based on the name. Yeah. Uh, or maybe, maybe it's something fucking weird because Seko is no. a weird looking motherfucker. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Something. What weird. are they going to do about Green Day? Okay. Well, obviously they can't go down. Nope. They're going to have to get high. They're going to have to get high. Right? Mm-hmm. Absolute dank plan. <laughs> They're going to run up the stairs. Be all like, hey, running up. This is great. And then Seko will try to stop them, I'm sure, mm-hmm. with his mad, weird power. But they'll be all like, no, this is my plan all along. Bruno, open up that void. Ah. And then Bruno will be all like, void him. Void Seko. Uh, they'll try to murder Chocolate Man. Yep. And they'll do it with Mr. Gun. Okay, they'll just shoot him in the head. I presume... I, look, I'm assuming... As much power as these stands have, they can't stop bullets. Yes, they can. It's then, the first thing we see a stand do in JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. But this one, though? No. <laughs> uh, well, then maybe maybe it's just Jorno's or like, there's a weakness to the mould. Maybe they can... He'll like... make the animal that eats the mould. Exactly. He'll do something weird that's just like, oh, the mould's alive, which means that I can just make an army of mold beetles or some shit yeah, like yeah. that, you know? Mm-hmm. So, um, what thoughts do you have about our mysterious stranger? Hmm. I mean, he, he must be a stand user because otherwise he wouldn't know about stands. Yeah, makes so sense. So that's fine. But who who would know the boss long enough? And, who indeed? Who would the boss let live? And, okay, A, who would the boss let live? B, how... Did, what if it's janitor guy? <laughs> Pericolo. Yeah, what if? Not not the janitor that died. Um, yeah. The one who looked like Mario. Yeah, that guy. Why that guy? Maybe he faked his death. Maybe. Maybe. Wait, are you talking about the one that Black Sabbath murdered? Or Pericolo who killed himself in the turtle? Pericolo who killed himself okay. in the turtle. Ah. Oh. Yeah, that's pretty conclusive evidence then. Probably <laughs> not him. Um, okay, maybe it's... Maybe... Maybe it's Doppio. Ooh. Yeah. Secret rebellious Doppio. Exactly. Maybe. Cunning, smart Doppio. But I don't think he would be able to talk... Through a computer. Yeah, through that computer. Without the boss then knowing. What if he has his own stand? Ooh, that'd be fun. Uh, maybe it's just literally a guy we haven't met yet. Yep. Uh, maybe it's Rosotto Nero. Ooh, that would be nice. He's just back from the dead, baby. Yep. He's got his secret wisdom about how to come back from the dead. Yeah. Otherwise, I think it's probably just some random guy mm-hmm. who the boss tried to kill, 
but didn't quite succeed. But he saw time erasure and was like, whoa. And his name is probably like Genesis or something. Oh, it's going to be cooler than Genesis. It's going to be like Casio P or something. Casio Panasonic. Yeah, boy. All right, let's wrap it up. JoJo's World, I'm tired. (laughs) Goodbye. To be continued. (laughs) To be continued. Arrivederci.